Hi everyone, my name is John Grono. The YoungAndHappy.com podcast is a podcast detailing my journey into becoming a motivational speaker, author, and overall happier person. I'll be talking about teachings that I've learned, books I'm reading, or anything that I feel is inspiring to achieving my goal, and how these tools can be used in your life as well. I'll also be having a ton of guests in the show to talk about their journey, how they stay happy, and how they push for what they want to achieve. The hope is that the youngandhappy.com can become a community where young people work together to create a happier, more inspired world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is the youngandhappy.com podcast. Hi everyone, this is John Grono and welcome to the youngandhappy.com podcast. Today I have a good friend of mine, Mr. Ian Doherty, on the line for a special interview. Ian, how you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited. I haven't got to do a lot of interviews yet, so you're my second interview, and I'm just pumped to you know reach out to other people and talk about happiness and talk about the goals they're trying to achieve. Cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. So about a, I think it's about a year ago now. Uh, you made a really big transition in your life. It might have been even longer than that. I'm not entirely sure. Um, uh, yeah, just about just about a year, like maybe a, give or take a week or two. Yeah, so why don't you go through basically, you know, where you were about a year, year week or two, half ago, and, uh, you know, tell us what went into your decision and what you did and the kind of the path that you've come on now from that. All right. Uh, so... Uh, about a year ago, I was in a job I'd been at for about three and a half years, and it had been good for me because I studied writing in college. It was a writing job, and it's tough to find those, especially entry-level stuff right out of college. Right. So it was uh, very beneficial to have, uh, to be able to pay off loans. I was able to uh, get some keyboard equipment I had always wanted and also uh, I was able to buy a house mm-hmm. and uh, I had moved into that house been living there for about half a year uh, the band that I had been in for a while had sort of disbanded for the time being because the guitarist went off to grad school in another city and so it was difficult to keep things going there and uh, my job which had been working out all right for a while was starting to become much more taxing and more difficult than I was expecting. I was the only person on my team and I was really struggling to get the work done on my own. And I was asking for help and we weren't really getting a whole ton of help from the higher ups. Okay. And I was in a mental space where I, uh, like everything in my brain, everything in my body was telling me, this isn't where you're supposed to be, but like it is for a lot of people, I think I I appreciated the security having that job gave me. Like, again, I was able to pay off my loan, pay, they aren't completely paid off, but I was able to keep making loan payments. I was able to pay for my house. And so I was frightened of the idea of leaving that and uh, not having that security there uh, when I wasn't sure exactly where I would be going next. If I could, find another steady job like that or what to do with it. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, at a certain point, I, I kind of just sort of realized, okay, the stress that this is putting me under is way 
more than it is worth staying here. And also, I had an idea of what I did want to do. Right. I wanted to uh, pursue my music stuff further. I wanted to work on a solo album because I've been working on songs and stuff for the past year or so. And uh, once I remembered that I had those things that I wanted to work on, once I realized I do have a direction of where I want to go, I may not have a specific steady job up uh, in line or anything like that, but I do have some goals that I know how to take the steps to pursue. I was like, okay, time to leave this job and get to working on that stuff. Right. Yeah. I remember when you told me about that and you told me that was your decision. I was kind of like, damn, like that's a really ballsy move, but I was totally <laughs> behind it because it was like, that's all I talk about. That's all I want people to do is just make those efforts to pursue the things they want to do. And for you to just kind of do it, even without having really a steady solid plan in there is just, it speaks volumes to the person that you are and the person that you want to become. Oh, thanks. So is what like and you talk about kind of you had your you know your music and you knew what you wanted to do was there anything outside of i guess your own brain that inspired you to make this move was there like an outside source or a teaching that you heard that kind of pushed you in that direction well it was a combination of different things uh, i think uh because i had been having so much trouble at my job i actually went back to therapy for a little while it, gone to therapy before college. So there were a bunch of things that I felt like I needed to work through before going off to college. And then uh, sparingly over the next few years, I had gone back over to talk about different things. And then when I started to find I was really struggling with my job, it was really helpful to go back to that therapist that I'd talked to and figure out, oh, these are the things that are, well, this is the way that my brain is responding to these things. And having that knowledge can be really helpful in just getting clarity on certain things. Me, for example, I had sort of vaguely understood that I had ADD, but it wasn't until I went back to therapy and started discussing it in a more uh, direct manner. And I, I like, I got a book on ADD and started reading more about the way it works. So I was like, Oh, the stuff that I'm getting so anxious and stressed out about is also intensifying the more detrimental aspects of ADD, the lack of focus, the uh, which itself can lead to more anxiety and depression, and then it becomes a mindless circle. <laughs> a vicious cycle, um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, a lot of it... One second. I have a water bottle here, so I'm going to take a drink real quick. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> but yeah, so... Doing that, going back to therapy and figuring out, okay, what's actually going on with me mentally right now, and then also having conversations with my parents talking about it and getting their support of, like, you aren't just, you, you are clearly taking things under consideration about this. It's not like you're just like, oh, well, I hate my job. I'm just going to quit tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And getting that support from them, getting that support from different friends like you guys, uh, and Again, having that idea of like, okay, it's not like I'm going to quit my job and just do nothing. I do have some particular things that I want to get done. Yeah. And also, not having the job will give me more time to do those things. 
uh, that was helpful in making me figure out, okay, this is the decision I need to be making right now. Right, yeah, 100%. And I've heard, I've read that before where people talk about how they have these feelings about what they need to do, but it's so hard to like just listen to yourself sometimes. Listen to what yeah. your body is telling you to do. And it's once you do listen to that, though, unless you like trust your gut and trust your feelings, you know, everything changes and you become you know, more of yourself, I guess, is the way to put yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. along this path, then, I'm sure there's been a ton of challenges to yourself. Um, talk about some of those challenges you faced about, I guess, staying motivated now that you don't have a job and you do have a lot of things you want to do or, um, you know, maybe not the financial challenges, but more of the mental challenges that you're facing. Yeah, so th- that that is one of the big things uh, is the motivation. Getting like just when they, you these things take time, whatever it is. So uh, having the motivation to keep with things and stay focused. Uh, one of the big things for me has been setting up uh, just sort of structures and systems that help keep me on task. Like uh, over the past year, I put a whiteboard up in my office that I have at my house (laughs) and just started. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a a huge whiteboard full of lists of different things that need to get done. And it's, it, it at first can look overwhelming. Like I have it categorized by different things. Like this is stuff having to do with the house. This is stuff having to do with music. But honestly, it's helpful for me to have all that stuff visually in one place because otherwise it's just in my head. And then it's it's such a tougher task of trying to remember, okay, well, I know there's all these different things that I need to do and they they should all get done at some point, but it's figuring out how to prioritize those things uh, is a lot easier when you can look at them that way. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, if you are looking at those things every day and you could just think about, all right, give me five or 10 minutes to get this thing done. And you get it done, you build some momentum. I mean, that's, yeah. that's achieving anything right there. Yeah. And one of the other things that I've been doing specifically, well, this is one of the uh, suggestions my therapist made when we were talking more about the way that the ADD brain works and uh, the things that can help you stay on task with that has been, uh, I've been doing sort of like these weekly check-in calls with uh, my parents, which it didn't have to specifically be my parents, but since they were aware of the situation and they had sort of like my dad and my mom both started reading up on the stuff that I was reading up on mm-hmm. uh, and they had the time to spare. Uh, it's just like every Tuesday I talk to one of them on the phone and we go through the different stuff on my whiteboard and we'll talk about like, okay, what stuff has, have you been getting done? What stuff is still sort of stuck? How do we figure out what things can just happen more quickly? Like this week, for example, I've had a few things on that whiteboard that I've just been sitting on there. Like I got new uh, cable equipment for like the internet and stuff. And the old stuff was just sitting in my living room for like four months. And then finally I was talking to my mom on our weekly call this week and she was just like, how about tomorrow you just get this, this, and this thing done and I'll just like go out. It's all stuff that you can't do at home. So just go out on the drive and get all three of those things done. And then it's just done. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's right. 
I should do that. That won't take long at all. It's like you indirectly set up like an accountability circle. Like you have people holding you accountable, even though you really didn't intend for it to originally be like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's how it's supposed to be. That's when you got goals. That's how you need those people out there to help you and keep you on task. Yeah. All right. So I know one of my big issues when it comes to trying to achieve something is, uh, like staying happy the entire time along the path. So uh, obviously you have this goal of where you want to be maybe in the next two to three to five years. And it's difficult to stay happy and stay positive about that when you really haven't gotten there yet. And when you're working along that way. So talk to me about some of the ways that you stay happy and positive when you haven't achieved all those things you've wanted to achieve yet. Let me think about that. For a second. <laughs> Good ass question, right? <laughs> yeah. One of the things that's been big for me just in terms of uh like keeping myself happy or trying to find ways to be happy when things aren't necessarily going well is reminding me reminding myself of the things that do genuinely just help me in a good mood. Uh I don't necessarily think about it in terms of like, oh, this makes me happy. But like, I find a lot of the times uh, when I've just been in a uh, place where I'm feeling stuck for a while, if I think about it for a second, I, I think, you know, I haven't played music in a while. I haven't just sat down at like the piano or picked up the guitar and just just played something random in a while. And mm-hmm. it's it's such, it's it's always like, it always feels like such a no brainer right afterwards. It's like, duh, this is the thing that I really enjoy. It's the thing I want to do with my life. Why haven't I been doing this more? But it's so it's weird the way the human brain works sometimes. Um, so that, that's been one of the things is just remind myself, okay, uh, there are things you do that make you happy. So do those things when you can. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. And that's, it's a tough thing to do because sometimes it feels like work, especially when you, you know, don't have a job and you, this is kind of the way you are supporting yourself and want to support yourself. But mm-hmm. in the end, you just kind of got to find a way to enjoy it. Right. You know, you can't treat it like work. You got to find what you love about it and remember those and feel gratitude towards that. Yeah. I definitely get what you're coming from there. I like that. So what is some advice that you would give to, someone else who's maybe not in the same position that you are, like as far as how you left that nine to five, but just for anyone who really wants to achieve something like, and like you said, like weren't really sure whether this is the path to go, weren't totally committed to the idea or didn't have a solid plan. What are some advice that you could give to someone like that? Um, the biggest bit of advice I think I can give is just, if there's something you want to do, say, like, like in my case, it was I wanted to make an album. It doesn't have to be that specifically, but if there's something that you want to do, if it's, say, you want to make an album, then figure out the things that you need to do to get to make that happen. And it's very easy to be like, oh, well, I want to make an album, and oh, that, that feels very overwhelming. So uh, another thing I got from my therapist is this line that I, I believe is not actually wasn't actually spoken by Mark Twain, but is often attributed to him. It's this, uh, it's this line, the secret to getting ahead is getting started. The secret to getting started is taking the big overwhelming task 
uh, breaking it down into small manageable tasks and starting on that first one. And that's really like, that's, it's been incredibly helpful for me to, to go from, oh, I have this big project that I want to do. It's going to be huge. How do I figure out how to do this? And then take a step back and, okay, well, these are the different parts to it. And breaking it down even further from like, okay, with the album, that's the whole recording process. I need to get people to uh, play certain parts because I know that I won't be able to drum, for example. I'm not a drummer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so even breaking down that task to, okay, these are the different drummers I know. Who can I talk to uh, to see if they would be interested in playing this stuff? Uh, And breaking that down to like, okay, I can send them recordings i can send them uh we can figure out like a schedule together so it really is i think a lot of the times figuring out the different pieces of the task rather than just being like okay this is a big task i have ahead of me right yeah because then you could just take those small successes like you said like you get someone to play that drum track and you're like all right i just accomplished that now i can just move on to the next thing you know you break it all down i love that you dropped that quote that was awesome (laughs) It was, it's funny because when you asked the question before about like, oh, are there any like quotations or anything I, like that didn't immediately jump to mind, but then I was like, oh wait, I do have one. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out in the repertoire, some Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the album. Talk to me about that album and what went into it and uh, then all the results and you know how happy you are with how that came out. Uh, well, the album is called Stepping Stones and uh, I it, it sort of came out Honestly, a lot of it came out of that place that I was in towards the end of uh, being at that particular job I was at before I left. Over that past year, it be over. It was becoming more and more difficult to get stuff done, and stress was weighing heavy, heavily on me. And uh, several of the songs came just out of the different emotions I was feeling there. And a lot of my songwriting, when it comes to lyrics, uh, sort of come from those places of like, okay this is what I'm feeling right now, or this is a, a problem that I see in my life or the world or whatever. A lot of it is just me trying to understand different things about the world and about myself. And so that's sort of where most of the lyric side of things come, comes from the music side of things. I was just like, okay, what sort of music do I like? What am I not hearing? And how do I figure out ways to get that into an album and still make it sound cohesive? Cause it's like, Oh, well, I like really dark stuff too. I like dark stuff, but I also like inspirational stuff, but I also like folksy stuff. I also like heavy stuff. So how do I make all that work together? And from the technical aspect, that's one of those things that I really enjoy uh, as like a, a composer or a song arranger that, that sort of puzzle of, okay, what are these different pieces that I can throw together and make work together in a way that doesn't sound completely all over the place. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you kind of just put all the different aspects of yourself into one album. Yeah. It, it was funny. It didn't really start out that way. Like I've had this other project that I've been working on for a while and I was like, okay, I've got these random songs that I've been writing over the past year. I could probably just throw them into an album together, record that quick make a little bit of money off that and I can use that to support this other project I've been working on. And then as I was putting together like the track list for stepping stones, I real, and as I started to record it, actually, I was like, this thing 
is taking on a life of its own and uh, I should let it. Yes. It's, it's sort of becoming a thing of its in its own right. And I don't want to shortchange it. I don't want to rush it. So put that other project on the back burner for now and put as much time into this as you can to make it the way that you want it to. And so at the end of the day, I'm really happy with how it turned out. That's awesome, man. I mean, I'm glad you made this jump and you decided to do this and I was happy with the album. I was excited. I love coming to see you play. So, I mean, I'm really excited that you made this transition and that you're happy with it. Thanks. I, I am too. So like you said, the album Stepping Stones, you can find it on iTunes. Uh, just one last question. What's in store for the future for you? What can we expect in the months to come? Well, actually, yet. first of all, it's not on iTunes actually yet. Oh. I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out that, that stuff. You can find the, the album Stepping Stones on my bandcamp, iandorgy.bandcamp.com. Uh, and as for things coming up in the future, uh, I've been working on different stuff with different people. Uh, right now I'm trying to piece a band together to uh, play the music that's on Stepping Stones uh, in a more live setting. Like I had a band together for the CD release show, but then a couple of the guys from that had to get back to work and school and stuff. So I've been trying to find other players to fill in those spots. And I also just want to keep writing more music with different people. I really enjoy the collaborative side of being in a band. So, And I've also been listening to a little more heavier, progressive rock type stuff. Uh, I'm really happy with the songs on Stepping Stones. And that was what I was really focused on, was just making sure, making sure that they were good songs and they didn't have to be like the biggest works of art ever. I just want them to be solid songs. Mm -hmm. But now that that's done and I'm really happy with that, I want to start moving more into the sort of weirder, more progressive rock territory again. <laughs> cool, man. Well, I really appreciate you coming out and having this interview with me. Um, you know, maybe we'll check in in another six months or a year and see how you're doing and uh, see what has changed your life since then. Yeah. All Thanks right. for having me. Take it easy.